Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ladies, gents, we have a 494K dual position middle edge player here for the Roosters, and I'm excited. I'm really excited. We have a lower break even as well, so not too worried about the price dropping at this point. Someone who's going to be playing in round 13 who has a history of good scores, as you can see here. And that's Nat Butcher. I'm actually really excited about this pick this week. I think he's going to be much highly, much more highly owned than the 0.04% in the top 5,000. And the reason he hasn't been owned in the past is just he's, you know, the in and out of the starting team. You know, he's, he comes in and plays a couple of games in the second row. And those two there that he started and, and played 80 minutes there for a 43 and a 40 is actually really low compared to... Uh, the, the types of scores that he would normally get in that position. And you see here in round nine, he got the 80 minutes there for 53. And if we can get anything close to a 50 from him, that's going to be awesome, uh, uh, definitely awesome there. And and we what we're looking for now is some middle minutes. So obviously he comes up in off the interchange and plays a bit through the middle, a bit on the edge, uh, roams around a little bit. And you can see 50-odd minutes, 60 minutes there, mid-40s, you know, off the interchange, for example, uh, in, a, in a bunch of games there. He had a 72 earlier in the year. His scores actually haven't been as great as we would have hoped this year, and that's probably you know the reason why we've we've dropped down the price a fair bit. You can see, as obviously, when he started the year, he was 535, so we've dropped a little bit on that, but in games where he's played actually through the middle, he has some nice scores. So a 54-minute and a 46-minute effort through in, in lock position for 48 and 53. So the PPM is great there, and they're even lower minutes, to be fair. Like, there's every chance that he could play up to about 55, 60 minutes. Um, you know, with the way that Radley obviously plays in that 13 role, he gets some bigger minutes. But I wouldn't expect, you know, the 70. I'd expect maybe around that 55 to 60. And if you can get anywhere near that, then his scores should be, you know, really, really solid. If you look back to, you know, he's obviously spent a game of 73, 73 minutes at prop for 59 points. And a couple of games here, 68 minutes for 71 points and 50 minutes for 45. So if you can get anything around the 45 to 50 from him, we're obviously going to make some, uh, you know, a decent amount of cash. And if you can average 45, we're going to get him you know, up 110, 115K for a guy that you can cover multiple positions with and is someone that we don't have to worry about too much, really. And you know, anytime he gets some decent minutes, he's going to be around that 40 mark, uh, you know, high 30s at worst. And then he has that upside with some try scoring as well. So he's someone that I'm really, really excited about. 
uh, coming into this week, and you, know, you can even just keep looking back and back. Heaps of nice scores when he gets decent minutes, um, and this obviously his first year where he you know, just was getting limited minutes off the off the interchangements. But a really big section here through the lock and the second row position where he's getting big minutes for big scores. So he's uh, a great option this week, and you get him at a very similar price too. Brandon Smith, obviously forty k cheaper there for Brando, and we can understand why people get excited about him. He at you know last year he got all the way up to about seven hundred forty one k there at his highs, and you know that was him playing in the hooker position and scoring a bunch of tries there. He obviously was scoring on a, a week to week basis, and he hasn't really done so this year at all. He had a great game when he played hooker in round three. The big thing here is I would completely understand if you're looking to pick him up if he was uh, playing in round thirteen and going to get that hooker position. He will be playing in 17, so he's potentially an option to pick up around 14, 15, 16, somewhere there, and you can use him as sort of that that guy who is that little bit cheaper, somewhere in the 400s that you could use as a backup type of player uh, who's going to score pretty well through that middle section. You can use him as your 18th, 19th man kind of thing, and if there happens to be an injury to Harry or something like that, then you could, you know, you'd have him in your side and you can end up starting him and getting good scores from him. So at the moment, we've only had two really good scores from him, and that was when he had the big minutes, the 77 minutes and the 70. And I can understand, again, why people would be looking to select him, but tackles have been really down, and his run meters, there's too many games there under 100 meters, which is really strange for him. So that's that with um, with Brando at the moment. You know, 31 minutes last game. Won't happen this one. You know, you'd expect somewhere around the 50 to, you know, let's just say 50 there. But even those three games this year, no, four games, sorry, he's had 50 minutes. He's got a 29, a 24, a 36, and a 20. So it's just too low for me for someone who's not playing 13. So I'd be looking elsewhere. That's why I found it strange when I saw that. Is it the top team in the league or you know, second or third there that they own Brandon Smith at the moment? I think that's yeah, a bit of a strange pick. He could obviously have had his random good game, but I reckon that pick's going to hurt the hurt that um, hurt that team uh, at the top of the ranks there. Cam McInnes is something we speak about now. So Finucane's going to be out for an extended period of time, four to six weeks. The only big issue here is that Cam doesn't play 13. And you know, given he's 634K, he's priced in that lower 40s range and he's averaging 41.3. But obviously his scores in the last few weeks have, um, have upped his, his price that little bit. He started to make a bit of cash and a break even a little bit lower, obviously, than where he's averaging currently. We've got a 60, a 56, and a 49 in the last three games, and I would expect his minutes to stay at a minimum of 60, you know, going from here on in, with Finucane being out especially. So that 59 minutes had Finucane playing last week, for example, and the stats were solid. You know, he's getting his tackle numbers back up, which has been great, and the run meter's over 100 every game. So if we can get anywhere near 40 tackles and 100 run meters for 50 in base, then we're looking pretty good, you know, with any potential for some attacking stats, and he's not someone that misses a bunch of tackles as well. So... Cam, great option coming into this week if you're looking for someone around this price point and you're not too stressed about getting, you know, gaining players for round 13. I think Cam's going to be super safe and has that ability to play big minutes through the middle, more than what he's been doing now, and potentially, you know, dominate for you going into this week. Someone that hopefully is playing round 13, but the big issue right now is if he will be or not, is Ruben Cotter. And, and he's been scoring, obviously, incredibly well the last bunch of weeks. He's had, a you know, obviously, a great start, two lighter weeks, and then a 71, 59, and a 68 to round out the last three. And that's been, big, been with big minutes through the middle. And, you know, if we can understand that, you know, he's averaging you know, a bit over that 60, 60 mark in the last three, then he's underpriced, Right. And I think he'll continue to score somewhere between the 55 and 60 if he's going to get those big minutes like that. But with the opportunity for him to play Origin, I think that really puts a downer on, on his prospects if you are playing for overall. 
Round 14 could be the, the, the time to pick him up. Um, I understand why you'd do it this week, for example, because he's still got a fair bit of cash to make over the next two. Uh, but then there's a good chance that he's missing that that round 13 game. And the other theory I had was if you really liked him and he didn't get, you know, you could wait and he didn't get picked for origin, you could select him in round 13 uh, and obviously miss out on maybe 40 or 50K and some good scores. So yeah, I said, if you're not too worried about origin again and, and missing him in 13 and 17 potentially, then I still think he's a great option. But obviously Cam McInnes at 6.30, who won't be playing origin, you know, will be playing around 17, for example, and Cotter's a chance of missing out on both, I would go for McInnes over Cotter this week. Obviously, the dual hooker in the mid helps Cotter, but um, that's that there. So you got those two, obviously, really great options. Then you go to Madison, who's 50K more expensive, uh, just you know, based on his average, especially the last three weeks. He's been really dominant with two tries the last two weeks, and now he moves into the lock role, and obviously didn't score as well in that first game in lock. Uh, and in these interchange games, he's been absolutely spectacular, the last three especially. Obviously, the two tries is a big thing, and try, try not to get caught up in that, guys. That you know, that's sixty-five. If it's not there in the fifty minutes, he's he's around a you know fifty-point score or a, a high forties in that game. And obviously, you know, if he didn't score last game, he's somewhere in the in the mid sixties. So just be aware of that. That the there's a little bit of inflation with with three tries this year, which is you know he obviously did score the random tries here and there uh, you know, over the years, but he's scoring at a higher clip this year than he has in previous and. Is that just because he's playing less minutes off the interchange bench? You know, is it going to change with him starting, for example? All things that you should really think about heading into this week. If you're looking to pick up Madison, when I really think that you know guys like Cotter and also uh, McInnes are better options at this stage, just because you're paying a premium for Madison, who's going to be playing. He's not going to be playing 80 minutes. You know, we loved him before. He was that 60 point type scorer when he played 80 minutes on an edge before he had the concussions and stuff. And obviously, he's, he's back to playing really well again which is great for him um, and anyone who owns him, which is obviously a really small percentage. And the main worry is if you buy him at a premium, a 763, and then he goes back to you know 50 minutes through the middle in this lock roll and isn't scoring any tries, I think he could score somewhere in the high 40s, for example, and lose you a little bit of cash. So that's my theory with Madison, just to tread carefully on that one. All right, Reese Robson with 693K. We've been speaking about him for weeks and weeks now. Granville's going to potentially come back. Uh, eventually, you know, any time in the next few weeks, for example. And and at, at 693, you're picking up Robson at a 50 price there. And obviously the last three you know three weeks, he's been great in that 80-minute hooking role. And you know two games before that, he got a 52. So he's got 63, 58, and 63 there for, for scores way above his obviously price point at the moment. But there are three games there where he's had three missed tackles and averaging you know 49 tackles a game so obviously you know spectacular work for him and he's got you know line break assists there and offload a few offloads and a few tackle breaks the last few games as well so all you know all three of those games he's just been really really dominant and can he keep that up exactly i think he could fall back to more of a 52 55 point scorer and obviously playing in round 13 helps but with the chance of granville coming back Obviously, the other thing to think about is because they've been playing so well, will they change the team? They haven't changed at all in the last three, four weeks now since they've been winning games. So there's the potential for that as well. If you think that that's going to happen, then you could you could look to pick him up if you like. And if you own him currently, you just continue holding and, and enjoying those amazing scores. There's three teams in the top 100 now that have him. So they're, they're doing well. They're, they're, fine. they're working it out. Uh, but yeah, that's my theory on Robson. I think that the price now is obviously fairly expensive, has a little bit more in the tank, and just has a few risks as well. All right, Wishart, 235. So we obviously have him in the fullback position. 
now with with Paps out and you know completely fair you had the 41 points in round nine and the 25 last week when they got spanked you know so to still have you know six tackle breaks the four errors is a bit of an issue uh, that's for sure he had the five kick to feels so he had the four errors and the penalty so he'll definitely play better than that and they won't get spanked so there's definitely some room for upside for Tyron Wishart there owned by a decent percentage and, and you know not many in the in the top 5,000 just three percent there but Tyron has the opportunity to do well. My main issue is round 13 that he doesn't play, and, and then he probably gets in here another week or two after that. So you've got 11, 12, potentially 14, or definitely 14, I'd say, and then potentially 15. So do you think three weeks is enough for him to make cash before he goes back into the interchange role and loses the cash that he would potentially make? Do you need a scorer right now? He is a half. Like most likely need a scorer in the wing fullback. So I just think I understand that you know there's not many cash outs or cash cows available uh, and, and wish I would be one of them. But I just think that you should tread carefully with him. You could get lucky over the three weeks and he scores really well. You, like if you need to play him, for example, he could score really well and, and do good for you and make a bit of cash and then just goes completely out of the side when Paps comes back. But there's also a chance he sits on that interchange bench and eats away at the money you made. So that's Tyron Wishart. And we'll move on to Kiri. So very interesting one here. With Lucas, 585k, averaging 39 for the season, and obviously had a bit of an improved last last four games there with 46, 51, 50, and 43. Just wanted to speak about him heading into the Origin period because his tackle, uh, his try assists have really increased the last three weeks. So he was sitting with you know four for the season before that in the first seven rounds, and then has picked up six in the last three weeks. So that's obviously you know shown. His price is an, uh, an improvement. Sorry, his, his score's a, a, an improvement for sure. The kick meters are very similar, for sure. He's running the ball about the same as he has the last six weeks, for example. It's just the attacking stats that have, that have increased for him. And if you think that he can score anywhere between a 45 to 50 over the next bunch of weeks, then you've got to make a little bit of cash from him, about 50, 60K. But he could just be that consistent guy over the origin period that you could plug in. Uh, for this week and, and potentially move on in round 17 if you wanted to or, or somewhere around 18, 19, 20 or it could be that sort of 17th to 18th man that you might need. So definitely, uh, I just wanted to mention him as a potential option heading into Origin uh, at that you know, awkwardish price point um, and probably not a keeper. So if you have a bunch of trades, you know, over 20 kind of thing, he could be someone you would be interested in uh, going for, for sure. All right, Joey Manu, what to speak about? 616, we spoke around him a few times now. But the consistency has pretty much been there now. So he's had, since round four, he's had, what, five games over 50 uh, and a bunch close to 60 there or above that mark. So he's had 225s in between, which is obviously not terrible. He's never he's never someone to get like a you know, the random game, he'll get the, the 13. But if you look back over the years, very, very rare that he you know picks up anywhere under 20, and which is great because he's got that uh, that high upside as well around that 60 mark. So if you get a 25 and a 60, you're sitting around that you know 40, 45. You can get more 50s than he does the low ones, which he, he usually ends up doing. Then he's always a keeper through that centre, uh, especially in the centre position, but also in the wing fullback sometimes. And we saw what he did last year. We've spoken about it a bunch of times now. Through the back end of the year, scored a bunch of tries, played some fullback when Teddy was away, which he will do again, for example, and you can expect a good score from him when he does play at fullback. Uh, so, yeah, Manu at the dual position there, definitely a solid option. If you picked him up last week, he did really well. Very, very low uh, percentage ownership from everyone in the top 5,000. So or, or, he's also a pod, which is, which is great as well. So if you're thinking about him as a potential trade-in option this week, then I, I wouldn't you know, push you against that. Obviously, next few games is pretty tough. We got Penrith, uh, who I spoke about. He's not gonna, you know, he's gonna be able to hold his own or be better, obviously, than the, the centers on the other side of the park. But 
he um it's just depending how their team goes and if, if Cronulla you know, shows up as well and plays really well that could be a tough game as well but he can score against the good teams he can also score against the uh, the lesser teams as well he's obviously had 52 against the Eels last week when uh, you know they won that game uh, he's had some some higher scores obviously against Titans Dragons Broncos have been solid obviously but he scored a couple of tries there so on and off um, against the the good teams and the bad teams doesn't really matter for him. All right, two to go. We've got Joshy Jackson, who's obviously a great option as well. And I have him ahead of someone like Ryan Madison, who, you know, Jackson won't be playing Origin. Should be back to those big minutes that he was playing through that middle period uh, of the season there, that round uh, five, six, seven. Uh, there where he played the, the 73, 80, and 80 minutes there. And I think he can average over 50 for the season. And if you can get that from a guy that's going to be missing one game for the rest of the year, he's a middle and an edge jewel. You get him under a 50 price, I think he's going to be a solid option heading into this week and I wouldn't shy anyone against him uh, you know picking picking him up 14 of the top 100 have him so they obviously think he's going to do well and I think he will also uh, considering I'm back here in the 4200s apart from the other teams but um, yeah 10% of those guys think he's going to be decent also so jump in there all right let's finish it off with Matty Burton obviously I can't believe they still have the Panthers jersey come on that's the thing he's going back after next year Dogs fans, what do you think? <laughs> um, 628k, half and the center. Obviously, he priced exactly where he's averaging at this moment. The last three weeks have been you know, pretty promising for him. A 52, 82, and a 44 has uh, has been solid. Last week, obviously, the, the tri-assists have been there now. So tri-assists last week, uh, a few weeks ago as well, got his own try. So if he can, if he can either get a tri-assist or a try on a week-to-week basis and increase his run meters, you know, 57 again last week, which wasn't ideal, if we can get up in the you know the seventies, eighties, and above, obviously the hundred and forty the week before was ideal. Then you know he could definitely be someone that averages around fifty for the next bit. And if he can get that from a guy that again misses one game over the next you know next six or the rest of the year, then I think it's obviously solid with a dual position next to his name. But the dogs are in a bit of strife at the moment. Thankfully, they've got a couple of easier games. Obviously, Tigers and the Dragons. When I say easier, they probably won't win, but it means he can. Um, he should be able to score okay. A little bit more free-flowing, those ones. And then Penrith in round 13, where they miss all their players. Parramatta with a few guys backing up. Uh, and then we can go from there. But Birdo, definitely a solid option as well. But there you go, guys. That's that video. I hope you learnt a lot in that one. Took a lot out of it. If you are new, subscribe. Like this. I appreciate you all being here so much. And we'll catch you in the next few years, guys. Have a good day. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. 
and United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.